late Tony Monai. We thank you for your presence in our midst. Be glorified in Jesus' name. As we go into your word, Father, you will go with us. You will speak unto us. Your name and your name alone shall be glorified. As many as will partake of this service online, Facebook, YouTube, Zoom, at home. Father, there shall be a divine touch in the name of Jesus. Father, every one of us will have an encounter with you. None will remain the same. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for putting the devil to shame. Thank you for having your way. Be glorified and be magnified, O Lord. Thank you because the battle is won and victory is assured. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome everyone of us to today's uh, service. It's a very peculiar one. And a peculiar service means there is a peculiar blessing. And you will not miss your own blessing today in the name of Jesus. Uh, let's open our Bible to Psalm 132, from verse 16 to verse 18. I want us to be very active. I know quite a number of us, uh, we have more people on YouTube. Uh, we have a few on Facebook, and we have those on Zoom. I want us all to be very much involved. Let's, let's respond, and the Lord will touch us all today in Jesus' name. Psalm 132, I'm going to read verses 16 to 18. Psalm 132, verse 16 to verse 18. Psalm 132, verse 16 to 18. I will also close her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make the horn of David to board. I have ordained a lamb for mine anointed. His enemies will I clothe with shame. But upon himself shall his crown flourish. Upon himself shall his crown flourish. I pray for someone listening to me this morning that the promise of God in this passage will be your portion in Jesus' name. Uh, we started looking at the topic last week that we called, I will shout for joy. I will shout for joy. And one thing that is obvious is that when, when we ask ourselves the question, why do you need to shout? Why do you need to shout? Because it's very important. It's very important. When you shout, you make a sound. You make a sound. And the Bible tells us a few things about the sound. A few things the scripture tells us about the sound. We started from the uh, fact that I, I will shout for joy. We said that, man, that, that was, that's the name of the man on whose property, around that the devil said, on whose property the, the plague at that time stopped. And the Lord told uh, David to go and make a sacrifice. And from that point onwards, shout of joy, rejoicing never ceased from that point. Because when you study the Bible very well, you find out that that particular spot is the spot where the temple of Solomon was built. So from that moment onwards, it became a, a, a point of uh, sacrifices, celebrations, and rejoicing. And so we want to uh, uh, remind ourselves, when you shout, you make a sound. And the Bible tells us a few things about the sound. We'll just discuss a few of them, and then we'll go on to pray before we run up today's service. The first thing is that the sound is a voice. The sound is a voice. 
And so when you go to Psalm 29 from verse 3 to verse 11, the Bible talks about the voice of the Lord. The voice of the Lord can equally be, uh, be called the sound of the Lord. And when you look at that passage from Psalm 29 from verse 3, the Bible says, The voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundered. The Lord is upon many waters. Upon many waters. Verse 4 says, The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The word that comes from the Lord is powerful. It's the determinant of life and death. When the Lord says you are established, you are established. He decided of himself to take Nebuchadnezzar and lift him up above all nations on earth at that point in time. And no one could stop him. Even his own children, because they had, they had, they had gone astray. He told them, the only way to peace for you is to make peace with Nebuchadnezzar. Because he have, I have raised him up to be an instrument of punishment for whoever was associated with God. And that's exactly what happened. The voice of the Lord is powerful. Verse 5 says, the voice of the Lord breaketh the cedars. Yeah, the Lord breaketh the cedars of, Le of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and Syrian like a young unicorn. The voice of the Lord divided the flames of fire. His voice divided the flames of fire. Why men are seeing flames of fire? Why men are seeing burning structures? Like, we, like the case of the three Hebrew brethren. They were thrown into that flame of fire. A, the burning, fiery furnace. But the Bible says, three men were thrown into the furnace, but four men were walking therein. Why? Because the Lord sent his, his, his word, his voice. Who is the word of, of, of the Lord? Jesus Christ. He sent him into the midst of the flame. And that flame that was supposed to consume became the best atmosphere for a walk around for those three Hebrew brethren. Whatever be that fire that is, that, that is, that is troubling you, whatever be that condition that is heating up around you, the word of the Lord is saying, peace be still. And the peace of God will reign in your situation right now in the name of Jesus. The voice of the Lord is coming forth unto you. And he's saying what? Peace. Be still. The voice of the Lord breaketh, shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord maketh the hinds to come and discovereth the forest. And in his temple doth everyone speak of his glory. Of his glory. And verse 10 says, the Lord seated upon the floor. Yeah, the Lord seated king forever. He will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. I pray for someone listening to me this morning. The Lord will bless you with peace in the name of Jesus. The peace of God, the peace of the Lord will be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. That's very important. So the voice, I mean the sound is a voice. And we see a very good example in that verse. I mean, Psalm 29 talking about the voice of the Lord. I will just talk about a very few things about it. But the second thing about the sound is that the sound represents presence. The sound represents presence. We said, I will shout for joy. So when you shout, you make a sound. And the sound represents presence. It's very important. It could be the presence of God. It could be the presence of man. The reason we all know that pastor is in church and is preaching right now is because we are hearing his voice. Supposing it's time for, me for the message and the, 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 the video camera 
is zoomed on the altar and there's no sound coming in. There's no assurance that somebody is there. The sound represents presence. When you look, go to 1 Kings chapter 14, verse 6. 1 Kings chapter 14, verse 6. You see where the wife of Jeroboam, the king of the northern kingdom, disguised herself and came to visit Ahijah the Shilonite, who was the prophet that told her husband while he was still running away from Solomon that the, the Lord will make you a king in Israel. The Lord will make you king over ten tribes. But unfortunately, Jeroboam became king. And he went astray. Until all the, the, the land of the United Kingdom was destroyed. Every king in the north was a sinner. After the order of Jeroboam. So Jeroboam laid a bad example for the other kings to follow. And so while it came to a point that his son was sick. And he told his wife to disguise herself. And go and meet Ahijah. And hear what she will say about the boy. So she disguised herself. But the Bible tells us that Ahijah only had the sound of her feet as she came in at the door. And he said, come in, wife of Jeroboam. At this point in time, the Bible tells us that Ahijah was blind. So it's not, it's not because he saw her, he was blind. But he said, come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why fairness thou thyself to be another? First Kings chapter 14, verse 6. For I am sent to thee with heavy tidings. And we know what he told the woman. That young man, he said, the moment your feet step up, upon the threshold of the house, the boy will die. And all is there will mourn for him. He said, because he's the only one on the lineage of Jeroboam that is worthy of being mourned. Others will die unwanted. And that's exactly what happened. When you make yourself a principality against the cause of God, you are, you are setting up yourself for the same thing that came upon Jeroboam. Jeroboam and his lineage and his generations, except for that young man, they all died unwanted. So, the sound represents presence. It was the sound of her feet that the prophet had. And he said, come in, wife of Jeroboam. I've been waiting for you. Now, let's look at 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 32, another situation. The sound represents presence. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 32. 2 Kings 6, 32. Elisha sat in his house. The elders with him. And the king set a man from before him. But before the messenger came to Elisha, he said to the elders, See how this son of a mother has sent to take away my head? Look, when the messenger comes, shut the door. Hold him fast at the door. Is not the sound of his master's feet behind him? The sound of his master's feet. In other words, the messenger came ahead. He was sent to go and kill Elisha. But Elisha said, when he comes, hold him by the door. Because who is coming after him? His master. And we know the rest of the story. Because once the king himself came, Elisha delivered the determined counsel of God. That the Lord is saying by this time tomorrow in the gates of Jerusalem, all the things that are scattered, they'll be very cheap. And we know that uh, that man, the Bible, the, the counselor on whose hand the king, the, the, the king lay, I mean, the, the king relied, said, oh, even if God opens the windows of heaven, that's impossible. And he received a sentence of death for himself. Because Elisha said, surely, you will see, the Lord will do it. But with your eyes, you will not see. But he, that he will not enjoy the goodness of the land. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. This season that we are in, brethren, we must not allow doubt to take away from us 
the plan, the purposes, and the promise of God. And we will enjoy the goodness of this land in the name of Jesus. The sound represents presence. What of the Garden of Eden? Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 to 10. It was the voice of God that Adam and Eve heard in the garden, and they hid themselves. The sound represents presence. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called out unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? As he's calling out to somebody listening to me this morning. The Lord is saying, Where art thou? Are you where I have placed thee? Are you where I have put you? And Adam said, I heard a voice in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked. And I hid myself. It was the sound that made Adam and Eve to know that God was present in the house. Remember the day of Pentecost? Oh, there's a lot. I mean, it's a, it's a very big study to, I mean, that, that, that we are partaking as far as it is concerned. The Spirit of God came what? Like a mighty rushing wind. There was a sound that accompanied the advent of the Holy Spirit. Number three, the sound commands worship. The sound commands worship. Number one, we said the sound represents a voice. A voice. Number two, we said the sound represents presence. Presence. And we gave an example of a woman, a man, and even God himself. The third thing about the sound is that the sound commands worship. And there's no better example for this than that what we have in Daniel chapter 3, verses 5 to 7. The Bible says, Nebuchadnezzar required everyone to worship his idols. How were they to know when to fall down and worship the golden image? Look at verse 5. Daniel chapter 3, verse 5. At what time you hear the sound of the cornet, the flute, the harp, the sackboard, the psaltery, the dulcimer, all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And whosoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast into the midst of a burning fairy furnace. Daniel chapter 3, verses 5 to 7. The sound commands worship. And that's why, brethren, by now you know that there is a very deep spiritual element to sound. The Bible makes us understand in Revelation chapter 4, verses 8 to 11. Revelation chapter 4, verses 8 to 11. Say the four living beings, they sang their song of worship unto the king of kings. Followed by the 24 elders falling out to worship. And they in turn made their own sound. In a song. So it's a sequence of sounds and songs leading to the worship of the living God. I'm going to read verse, from that verse 8. And the four beasts had each of them six wings about him. And they were full of eyes within. And they rest not day and night, saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. That was their own assignment. Day and night, they were worshipping the Lord. Day and night, they, 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 they were no, there was no rest for them. And the Bible says, when they give glory to God and honor, I mean, and give him honor and thanks, that are on the throne who lives forever, that's the four. 
Then the four and twenty elders do what? They fall down before him that sat on the throne and worship him that liveth forever and ever. Uh, what, what am I talking about here? The sound commands worship. The four living beings are embedded upon the throne, but they don't keep quiet. They keep saying, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. And as soon as they say that, the four and twenty-four elders, I mean the four and twenty elders, or in simple terms, the twenty-four elders bow down before the throne of grace, worshipping the Lord. Worshipping the Lord. And look at verse, uh, verse, verse 10. The four and twenty elders fall down before him that sat on the throne, and worship him that liveth forever and ever, and cast their accounts before the throne, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory, honor, and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasures they are, and were created. The sound commands worship. It's very important. The sound commands worship. It's one of the reasons that we said, as a child of God, you must be careful what you listen to. There's no sound that comes into you that does not elicit a reaction in you. A reaction in you. I'll get, I mean, in, when I, in the next thing we are discussing, I'm going to go a little bit I into that. So the next point is that the sound is creative. The sound is what? Creative. Of course we know. The spoken word of God is creative. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Every part of creation as we know it is God speaking things. Speaking them into existence. And we know that as children of God, we have got the same creative power. That's why we must not give room to fear. No, not in any way. The spoken word of God is creative. And that is, you can see in Genesis. But it's not just the spoken word of God. Your own voice too is what? Is creative. That's why Numbers chapter 14 verse 28 says, the Lord was speaking. He says, say unto them, as truly as I live, said the Lord, as you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you. That's a promise. So what do you speak into the ears of God? What do you tell God? What are you working upon? What's the joy you are bringing into your situation? As you have spoken in my ears, so will I do to you, says the word of God. And look at that same uh, Numbers 14, verse 21. He said, but as truly as I live, all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. And of course, we all know Proverbs 18, 21. Proverbs 18, 21. Dead and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it, shall eat the fruit thereof. Your voice is creative. And still on that point, the key thing we need to, uh, the third point we need to look at, uh, realize that the song you sing is what? It's creative. It's creative. The song you sing. And so is the song that you hear. The song that you hear creates something in you. Many of the rebellion we are seeing in, in children of nowadays is because of the song that they listen to. It's the song they listen to. 
these things are not uh, innocent. They are creative. It's either, it either creates good or creates evil. Lukewarmness has been demonstrated by many Christians of nowadays. It's because of the, 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 the song that we listen to. Whatever will make us to compromise on holiness, we are, we are for it. And we have a way to, interp of, to interpret it. God looks at their heart. But their heart is polluted. When you wake up in the morning, what comes up in your heart? What song comes up? The Bible says, singing melody in your heart to the King of Kings. As a child of God, when you wake up in the morning, you should wake up with a song. A song to the King of Kings. A song to the Lord of Lords. What song wakes up with you? Or do I say what song wakes you up? What is the sound that wakes you up in the morning? What is that which is bubbling in your heart when you wake up in the morning? A song of praise? A song of worship? A Bible passage that says, oh, this is from the throne of grace. Or one of those filthy songs that we hear. Or some of our so-called Christian songs that, I mean, when, when, when somebody who is not a Christian hears, they don't know that the song you are singing is a Christian song. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The song you sing is creative. So is the song that you hear. That's responsible for the lukewarmness that many are demonstrating to the things of God. You must remember, brethren, Lucifer, the Bible says, was created with instruments in his body. So all that this one, somebody has to learn to play the guitar, somebody has to learn to play the keyboard and all those things. Lucifer was created with those things within him. It's part of the reasons that pride got into him. When he realized that with the way he had been created, he could command so many things. He failed to realize that there was someone that created him. He wanted to be as high as the creator. And he lost his place in heaven and on earth. You will not lose your place in Jesus' name. I say you will not lose your place in Jesus' name. The fifth point about the sound is that the sound is authoritative. It's authoritative. And a very good example of this is when you stand before a demon, before a contrary spirit, if all you do, or maybe I should say before a person possessed with a, with, a, with a contrary spirit, if all you do is you're looking at the person and you're smiling, the spirit will, you have no problem. The Bible says, when Christ came before the madman of Gadara, or I mean of the Gadarenes, as the case may be, it's because he commanded those, those evil spirits to come out of the man that he began to speak. So what have we got to do with you? We know who you are. You are the Christ of God. Let's enjoy uh, our abode in this man. If you are sending us out, send us to, those, to the swine nearby. All that Jesus said to them was what? Go. And that was it. They went into the pigs. But even the pigs could not accommodate them. The pigs all ran into the, uh, uh, into the ocean with the presence of this foul spirit. 
The sound is authoritative. You speak to cast out demons. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. Matthew chapter 8, verse, verse, verse 16. Matthew 8, 16. The Bible says, And when the evil was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And they cast out the spirits with his word. Take note of that. How did Jesus cast out those evil spirits? With his word. And he healed all that were sick. He cast out the foul spirits with his word. The sound is authoritative. And he healed all that were sick. As many as were brought to him. So if you will come to him today, whatever be your situation, he will touch you and he will heal you. Are you sick? You come to him. He still has the word. He still speaks the word. This same Matthew chapter 8, the Bible says, when Christ was come from the mountain, some lepers came to him and said, Jesus, Master, if you want, you can make me whole. If you are willing, you can make me whole. And what did Jesus do? He touched the leper. He said, I will be thou cleansed. And the man was made whole at that instant. He spoke the word. He spoke the word. He spoke the word. This Matthew 8, 16 very clearly tells us that he cast out the spirits with his word. With his word. The sound is authoritative. It's not a time for negotiation. You don't negotiate with the devil. Remember what we learned in the school of disciples. The only language the devil understands his word is the language of violence. So it doesn't push you around. In that same Matthew chapter 8, from verse 31 to verse 32, talking about that situation of the madman of the Galarines. Matthew 8, 31 to 32. So the devils besought him, saying, If thou cast us out, suffer us to go away into the head of the swine. And he said unto them, Go. That was it. And when they were come out, they went into the head of swine. And behold, the whole head of swine ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished in the waters. He spoke the word. He just told them, Go. In Matthew 9, 32, 33, Matthew 9, 32, 33, the Bible says, as they went out, they brought to him a drunk man, possessed with a devil. And when the devil was cast out, the drunk man spoke, and the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never seen so, or so seen in Israel. He cast out the devils. Authority, power, in the sound, in the world. And, I mean, still talking about this authority, we look at the case of this of, the, of in Mark chapter nine, Mark chapter nine, verse seventeen to twenty-seven, and then we we'll, we we'll take a few prayer points and we we'll round up. Mark nine seventeen to twenty-seven. Mark nine seventeen to twenty-seven. And one of the multitudes answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he telleth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to the disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. 
and they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straightway the spirit cheered him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. Verse 21. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. And all times it had cast him into the fire, into the waters to destroy him. That's the purpose of the devil. Remember, the Bible says the thief coming up was for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That demon had cast that young boy into the fire, into waters to destroy him. But he was alive that day to meet his maker. And I want to speak to somebody's life today. You are alive today to meet with your maker. You will receive your miracle in Jesus' name. I said you will receive your miracle in Jesus' name. Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. My faith is small, but I know you can help me. Maybe that's your own heart cry today. My faith is not the greatest, but after all, what did Jesus say? He said, if you can have faith like a grain of mustard seed, that's all he's asking of you. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. And I rebuke any foul spirit that may be operating or tormenting the life of anyone listening to me today. I say, come out and enter into that, that young lady no more in the name of Jesus. Come out, thou foul spirit, thou spirit of infirmity, come out. And enter into that brother no more in the name of Jesus. Jesus Christ said, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter into him no more. And I speak that same, those same words of the Lord Jesus Christ. You spirit of infirmity, you deaf and dumb spirit, I charge you right now. I say, Come out and enter no more into that sister. Come out and enter no more. It's to that brother. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead. In so much that many said he's dead. You see, brethren, the devil is a noisemaker. He's a noisemaker. And he's very good at spirit, what I call spiritual harassment. He will make all the noise. But like we always say, empty guns make the loudest noise. You see, nobody says that the devil does not have some power. But what did Jesus Christ say? Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. He said, all power in heaven and earth has been given unto me. Go ye therefore. So if all power has been given unto Jesus, any power the devil demonstrates is the power that Jesus allows him to demonstrate. And that's very important. And Jesus himself, he said, as the Father has given unto me, so give I unto you. All power is given unto him. And has given it to you and I. Whatever power the devil wants to demonstrate is only a fraction of the power of the living God. And you have a greater power. You have a greater power. They thought the boy was dead, but Jesus took him by the hand. Lifted him up and he arose. That situation that you thought was dead, it's not dead. It's not dead. 
In fact, the time has come for God himself to intervene. And he will intervene in Jesus' name. Are you listening to me this uh, morning? You've not given your life to Jesus? You are not born again? It's another opportunity for you to do so. It's another opportunity for your name to be written in the book of life. It's another opportunity that the sound that emanates from you might be authoritative, might fulfill the purpose and the counsel of the living God. Are you in that situation and you want to give your life to Jesus? Wherever you are, at home, just rise up where you are and say with me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for this moment. I lift your name on I. Be glorified in Jesus' name. Thank you for dying for me on the cross of Calvary. This morning I declare, Father, I am for Jesus. I am no longer for Satan. Write my name in the book of life. Write my name with the blood that was shed upon the cross of Calvary. As I continue this race, let me run a successful race. And let your name be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. We have a few prayer points that we're going to pray this morning. A few prayer points we're going to pray. So let's rise up where we are. Let's try to take uh, I mean this prayer point. Why don't you give thanks to God? Give thanks to God. Today is the ninth day. Ninth day of January 2022. God has been good. He's been wonderful. He has brought us thus far. Bless his holy name. Exalt his holy name. Magnify his holy name. Yes, magnify his holy name. He's the king of kings. The Lord of lords. The one who never fails. The one who can decode the wordings, the meaning of every sound, every voice. Every voice. Magnify the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, we are praying. We are going to say, Father, make my horn to board. In Jesus' name. I need a new beginning. I need a fresh beginning. Make my horn to board, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Make my horn to board. In the name of Jesus. Make my horn to board, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Numbers chapter 7, verse 8. Numbers chapter 7, verse 8. It says, And it came to pass that on the morrow, Moses went to the tabernacle of witness. And behold, the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi was budded, and brought forth birds, and bloomed blossoms, and yielded almonds. You see, the chosen rod, the rod of Aaron, it budded, it blossomed, it yielded almonds. You are going to say, Father, everything in me that is dry or dead, I command to begin to flourish right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, it was just a simple rod, a dry rod that Aaron cast down among the, the, the rods of all the me other members of, 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 of Israel, all the leaders. But because Aaron was the one chosen, it was his, 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 his staff that brought forth birds and bloomed blossoms and yielded almonds. So he said, Father, everything in me that is dry or dead begin to flourish right now. In the name of Jesus, I command that situation to flourish. In the name of Jesus, yes, Lord, 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You see, every limitation of impossibility, the Lord rebuke in my life. In the name of Jesus, every limitation of impossibility, the Lord rebuke in my life. In the name of Jesus, Erebos Kalinda Itragabo, Amalete Ereba Ushkate, every limitation of impossibility, the Lord rebuke in my life. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. In Jesus' name, we have, you, you pray, we're going to pray. Every dry bone in my life, receive the bread of life right now. In the name of Jesus, dry bones in my life, dry bones in my life, receive the bread of life right now. In Jesus' name, every dry bones in my life, receive the bread of life. Receive the breath of life in the name of Jesus. Dry bones, Mareske Pori Mashete Linda Itragabo. Dry bones in my life. Receive the breath of life right now, right now, right now. In the name of Jesus. Elike Poskalian Dragabo. Ma Ikelebo Soto Linda Itregema Ushkate. Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel 37, verses 9 to 10. Ezekiel 37. Verses 9 to 10. Say, then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, Thus said the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath. Breathe unto this lane that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me. And the breath came unto them, and they lived, and stood up upon their feet, an exceeding great army. You see, dry bones in my life. Receive the bread of life right now. In Jesus' name, receive the bread of life. Dry bones in my life, receive the bread of life. Malerebo shikalianda, itra sika lika bushkate, melmosoto iragama ushkate, iprosoto, irba katulia atragabo, malmashata ira ushkatali anda itragabo, marebo skienda iragama ushkate. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. He said, Father, give life to my voice right now in the name of Jesus. Give life to my voice right now, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Give life, give life, give life to my voice. Give life to my voice right now, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Give life, O Lord, to my voice. In the name of Jesus. Father, give life to my voice. Lord, give life to my voice. Father, give life to my voice. In the name of Jesus. Give life to my voice, O Lord. Give life to my voice, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Psalm 92, verse 10. Psalm 92, verse 10. The Bible says, But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. You are going to pray. You say, Father, exalt my horn, O Lord. Exalt my horn, O Lord, like the horn of the unicorn. That's another way of saying, Father, lift me up. Lift me up. Beyond whatever level I am now, lift me up, O Lord. Exalt my horn, Father. Like the horn of a unicorn, 
Anoint me with fresh oil. Anoint me with fresh oil. Anoint me with fresh oil. Exalt my horn, Father, like the horn of the unicorn. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Baba, anoint me, O Lord, with fresh oil. Fresh oil from the throne of grace. Rebasuto lianda itragabo. Malmashata ira ushkatelia atragabo. Alba, exalt my horn like the horn of the unicorn. Anoint me with fresh oil. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Going back to Psalm 132, the passage that we read at the beginning. Verse 18 says, His enemies will I clothe with shame. That's God speaking, you know. But upon himself shall his crown flourish. You pray. You say, Father, clothe my enemies with shame. In the name of Jesus. It is a promise for them. Every one of my enemies, everyone that wants to turn my glory to shame, clothe them with shame. In the name of Jesus. Hey, Baba, as you clothe them with shame, you will clothe me with glory. Clothe my enemies with shame. Clothe me with glory, O Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus. Clothe my enemies with shame. Clothe me with glory, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Three more prayer points. You say, Father, let my crown flourish this year. In the name of Jesus, let my crown flourish this year, O Lord. Yes, Father, this is my year. Let my crown flourish this year. In the name of Jesus. Ah, let the crown of Christ chapel flourish this year. In the name of Jesus. Let the crown of Christ chapel flourish this year, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Ezimalika Bushkate, clothe the enemies of this church with shame. In the name of Jesus. E Rikaposo Tole Anda Itragabo. Madbora Sotoria. Iragabosh Kalenda Itregema Ushkate. Zipori Masanda Itragabo. Malmasato Ereketo Eliakatogo Bundoria. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. This next point is very important. It's very important. You know, when you see somebody dancing on the street to no sound, those of us who are from Africa will know what that means. The person is either going crazy or it's already, it's, uh, the person is already mad. He's hearing a different voice from the voice that you and I hear. He's obeying a spirit contrary to sound mind. You are going to pray. Say, I will not dance to the wrong sound in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray that prayer point is very important. I will not dance to the wrong sound in the name of Jesus. Ah, ye kalima katole itakabo. I will not dance to the wrong sound in the name of Jesus. Eri akuta lima anda itragabo. I will only dance to the sound of the living God. Mesuta irba ashkate. Legerebo, legerebo. I will not dance to the wrong sound, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You see, I will not listen to voices from the kingdom of darkness. In the name of Jesus, I will not listen to voices from the kingdom of darkness. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Irbaroska prasuto lenda idegebo. Maye kete lebo shkata. 
Ipusutu lianda itwa gabo. Mariba ushkate. Mariba ushkate. Ozima liakabo satolia. Why don't we begin to thank God for answered prayers? Begin to thank him for answered prayers. Rika tole anda itwa gabo. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ma prosoto. Iroska kuria. Maraba ushkate. Maraba ushkate. Iprasuto lenda itregema ushkate. Oh, yes, Lord. Azima lima katole etregebo. Malma sato gobunduria. Edebo skarimahanda. Malma sitro gobunduria. Eria katuma shata. Malma sato gobunduria. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you for this morning. We lift on him on I accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Thank you for your word that has gone out concerning us. Father, there shall be a divine establishment. There shall be strength from the throne of grace. You will put it down to shame. Every contrary voice in the life of any one of us, I silence in the name of Jesus. Every voice of shame, I silence in the name of Jesus. Your word has spoken, Lord, that your glory is our portion. The voice of glory will arise for us as individuals and as a church in the name of Jesus. According to your word that has come forth to us today, shame is the portion of anyone against your plan and purpose for our lives as individuals or as a body of Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We bless your holy name. This week will be a glorious one and our joy shall be full. We love you, Lord, for we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.